coffee isn't just a drink, it's who you are. We are Little Green Hive, and we're here to serve that perfect cup of coffee made just for you. We're women-owned and locally sourced. Our mission is to provide the best product for our customers, as well as strengthen our community. From fair trade coffees and teas, to breakfast, lunch, and smoothies, we have everything you need to start your day off right. Come visit us in downtown Roanoke, Grandin Village, and now at the Daleville Town Center, Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Hometown Stories. It means a lot to us. If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you shared us with a friend, left us a review, or subscribed to Hometown Stories. That way, you basically get first dibs as soon as we release a new episode. You can also email us at hometownstories at wdbj7.com. We'd love to hear your hometown story. Okay, now let's get back to the episode. The man leading the Virginia Tech Hokies into battle this season isn't new to the field at all. Head coach Brent Pry made his first tour of Lane Stadium back in the 90s. But coach has been the boss for a little over a year now, and we figured it was time to pry back the layers and get to know Coach outside of work. In this episode of Hometown Stories, we chat with Coach Pry about everything from his pizza preferences to his chances at winning Survivor. Got some rapid fire questions for you. Are you a collector of anything? Bowl rings. Want to keep that rolling. <laughs> Virginia Tech Hokie head football coach Brent Pry has quite the collection. In a coaching career spanning nearly 30 years, the Altoona, Pennsylvania native has racked up 15 bowl appearances. But his relationship with the game goes back farther than that. And the number that mattered back then was the number two. Okay, somehow our sports team was able to dig this up. It's archive footage from 1988 when Brent Pry was a teenager playing for the Lexington High School Hurricanes. And in this incredible footage, there he is, number two, he's making an awesome run down the field to give the Hurricanes the touchdown. I love archive video. If high school Brent Pry could see you now, what would he think? I'm not sure that, that that high school Brent Pry would be surprised. I also managed to track down Lexington High School's 1988 yearbook, The Crystal. Shout out to the Rockbridge County Library. Pry was MVP for the football team his senior year, and he was also a member of the National Honor Society. I mean, I, I always had big goals and aspirations and always thought, you know, just a ton of Virginia Tech, but it's... Uh, you know, it's, it, it's it, when you think about how things have unfolded and where I'm at, it's still surreal, but also when you look back, it, you know, it kind of fits, you know. You, you're playing high school ball in Lexington, you aspire to be at Tech, and you've always had a great opinion, you know, a high opinion of Virginia Tech, and somehow you end up as a grad assistant, and you know, and, and, and your opinion and your love for the place grows even more. And so it's always there, you know, it's always part of your DNA. And uh, so to be back, it really feels like home. At that time, the young Pry was also watching and learning from Jim Pry. You know, I grew up with it. It was important to my dad. It was a big part of our family, you know, early in my life. And uh, just never left. It left such a mark on me that, 
it was pretty easy to know that's what I wanted to do. His father, Coach Pry to the rest of the world, helped weave football into the fabric of Pry family life. All right, finish this sentence. My dad would be proud that? He's proud now. He's, he's proud now. I think it's surreal for him too. You know, we're both kind of small college guys and we have the distinction, the two of us, of I would say the only father-son combination in the country that both coached in the Rose Bowl and both lost to USC in the Rose Bowl. But, uh, you know, I know he's proud, he's told me. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my father and, you know, the type of coach he was, type of father he was. The elder Pry played at Marshall University in West Virginia before he embarked on a 40-year coaching career that brought him to the Virginia Military Institute in Lexington at one point. So, Pry the Younger was born in Altoona in 1970. After Lexington High School, he went on to play at Maryville College in Tennessee and then the University of Buffalo. It was there that young Pry suffered a career-ending injury. And so... Coaching just made sense. A couple of my buddies were already student assistants. Their eligibility was up. So it was just natural to, to slide into it. And a couple of the assistants said, hey, why don't you, you know, help us coach this year? So it, it, it worked out. It was almost like it was meant to be. And that really propelled me and put the stamp on it that, yeah, this is definitely what I want to do. What do you think is similar about your coaching style and your father's coaching style? Oh, we're both passionate, both aggressive, and uh, both just absolutely love their relationships with our players. Relationships with Hokie players go way back, too. It was under the leadership of Frank Beamer in the mid-90s that the young grad assistant first called Lane Stadium home. Is there a piece of advice that somebody along the way gave you that you've never forgotten? I've gotten a lot of advice over the years, a lot of advice and I appreciate it all. Um, I don't know if there's one piece. I mean, you know, I, I go back a lot to, you know, so many of the good coaches I've been around talk about treating people right, you know, and that started with Coach Beamer, but it's just been an important part of who I am. And I think it's, it's, it's gone a long way for me and meant a lot for me. In all your years of coaching, what is something that you never get asked in press conferences that you wish people would ask you in press conferences? <laughs> Geez, I don't know. I mean, you get asked all kinds of questions in press conferences. But, you know, I, I think there's so many people behind the scenes. I wish that somebody would say, tell us everybody that's involved in helping your football program. I mean, it would take a long time because there's so many people that we'd like to thank as coaches and players. There's so many people and so much that goes into what people see on Saturday, you know. There's so much that goes into a meal, into a practice, into a meeting. And it's not just the football staff, it's everybody in our facility. So, you know, everybody, it's, it just makes you feel so good when you win because it's really, it represents, it's for everybody that's involved with our program. Is there one particular person that comes to mind when you think of those behind the scenes folks who maybe don't get the recognition they deserve? I think these ladies get some recognition, but you know, there's so many people I can mention, but the coaches' wives, uh, it's, you know, the life they live and uh, what they deal with. So my hat's always off to them each and every year. How did you meet your wife? Coaching in South Louisiana uh, for Coach Ricky Bustle, former Hokie. And uh, just bumped into her in an airport and I thought she was using a pickup line on me. And it turns out it was true what she was saying. So. 
But uh, yeah, so she's a Cajun from down in Lafayette, Louisiana, and that was back in 2006. Please believe me when I say my biggest regret in this interview was not asking what that pickup line was. If your wife was a player on your football team, which position would she play? Oh, she'd be a defensive end. Yeah, mean, tough, <laughs> relentless, absolutely. Fry has had the job for almost a full year now. He was officially hired back on November 30th of 2021. He says it's a privilege to lead the Hokies, and he does his best to manage a public and private life for his wife, Amy, his son, Colby, and his daughters, Madeline and Catherine. If someone could live your life for a day, what do you think they would be surprised to discover? Probably the balance. You know, I just, I think one of the things I've been able to do well the last eight to 10 years is make sure there's good balance in my days. Uh, I think I'm a better coach that way. Is there something that you say frequently to your team that you also say to your children? Hmm. No, I, I don't know if there is. There's one thing I try and avoid that I do with my team that I don't want to do with my children. And I hear it from them all the time. Don't talk to us like we're your football team or your football players. You know, that gruff voice, that loud voice. I mean, my daughters are 12 and 13. They're like, whoa, you know, it doesn't work for them. What is your greatest hope for your children? Oh, that they're happy. You know, I want them to be happy. And, you know, it's always been important to me. They don't feel pressure to, to be involved in sports. You know, I try and explain the benefits and those type of things, but I just want them to be happy. What's a regret you never hoped to have? Doing my absolute best. You know, I just, uh, I don't want to finish a, an opportunity or situation and feel like I didn't give it my all. If you were to make dinner for your whole team, if it was on you to be in the kitchen and cook for your whole team, what do you think you'd make? Filet. Yeah? Yes. Is that your specialty? Yes. Don't have many, but pretty good on the grill and particularly with filets. Who would play you in a movie about your life and what would be the title song and the soundtrack oh for that movie? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Greg Allman would play me and it would be Midnight Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Allman was actually a big, a big football fan, but he told me one day personally, I met him. And he said uh, he wasn't a college fan. I told him he was a college football coach. He said, yeah, I don't really like college. I like the NFL. If you weren't a coach, you'd be a? If I weren't a coach, I'd love to be a musician, but I don't know if I could be. Can't carry a note. <laughs> Would you want to sing or play an instrument? Play guitar. Yeah? Yeah. Tried. Can't do it. Best way to enjoy pizza? Cold beer. Relaxed. You know, and to be honest, I like cold pizza. My family gives me grief, but I like cold pizza. Me too, do you do it for breakfast? Oh yeah, anytime. How far would you make it on the game show Survivor? Oh man, my ego says, I, and my competitive nature says I'd make it pretty far. But I don't know, some of the stuff they go through. Yeah, as long as I could have my clothes on, I'd be good, I think. It is that competitive nature Pry is bringing into his first full season as head coach urging his team to instill it in everything they do. I know you say a lot to your team. I'm sure they get all kinds of messages from you for life, for the game, for outside of the game. If they took away one thing from you, what is the most important thing that, they, that you hope that they draw from your experience coaching them? Yeah, something that we talk about every day is just competing in everything we do. You know, how important that is. It doesn't matter if it's in the weight room, 
in the meeting room, at practice, you know, when you compete and you hate to lose and you, and you just do your best to win every rep, every situation, that's when the improvement really comes. That's where the investment happens and that's when it becomes just more and more important to you and it's that much more difficult to, to not do your best and to not compete like crazy. Um, so you know, the, the competition leads to investment and I think they would all, I hope they all would say that I talk about being competitive each and every day. If there's one word that would summarize your mindset going from this point forward into your season, what do you think that word would be? Improvement. I want us to, to, to see us continue to improve each and every week. I think if we do that, it's going to give us a chance every week for a victory. It's going to give us a chance to be the type of team we want to be. And ultimately, you want to reach your potential as a player and as a team. And, uh, you know, to me, that's, that's success. And I don't want anybody that's part of this program to not feel like they or this team reached their potential at the end of this season, didn't reach their potential. So, Pride plans to keep on riding, and in the quest for another bowl ring, he reminds Hokie Nation to stay proud. It can't happen without them, too. We have something very special here, and uh, it takes all of us to make it special, and together we can do special things. Thanks to Coach Pry for taking the time to chat. Special thanks to reporters Anthony Romano and Andrew Webb for the assist with this story. Wait, that, mm, that might actually be basketball. Oh, also, before you go, if you want to see those 1988 high school pictures of Brent Pry, head on over to WDBJ7.com to check out the story. You won't regret it, I promise. Hometown Stories is a production of WDBJ7 in Roanoke, Virginia. This episode was produced by me, Leanna Scacchetti, and edited by Ben Raquelmi. We'll see you next time. Hometown Stories is sponsored by Little Green Hive, because coffee is personal. Locations in downtown Roanoke, Daleville, and Grandin.